This episode is brought to you by Shady Brook Farms. If you're looking for ways to make mealtime healthier in the new year, make your favorite recipes with turkey from Shady Brook Farms. Take the pressure off. Keep it simple and tasty without sacrificing flavor for nutrition. Whether you want a delicious sandwich or a post-workout protein, Shady Brook Farms turkey can do it all. Visit ShadyBrookFarms.com for recipe inspiration and to find retailers near you. Shady Brook Farms. Eat what you love. Brooks Running has a new shoe for you runners out there. Did you hear that? Better turn up your volume. In fact, turn it up to the max. Introducing the all-new Ghost Max. It's got all kinds of things to make your knees and ankles feel protected, like Max Cushion, Max Soft Landings with DNA Loft V2 Foam, and Max Smooth Rides with their Glide Roll Rocker. Feel better on your run with Ghost Max. Learn more at brooksrunning.com. The NFL playoffs have arrived, and we have you covered each day on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to each playoff weekend. So Chad, which quarterback ascends to that next level? The Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. think so. Yeah, it's, it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season? There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen to your podcasts. NFL and more covering your favorite teams. Outkicks Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. Hey everybody, Ceno here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like hobbits, dangerous at short distances. Uh, so today on the show, I wanted to talk about emotional abuse, specifically female to male. And I want to be clear that emotional abuse is not about women specifically being difficult to men. It, it goes both ways and there is a ton of overlap when it comes to emotional abuse. But specifically, I wanted to talk about female to male because there are specific things that involve specific signs that are female to male. But there's also a lot of challenges that males face in not being so outwardly expressive. They have difficulties with support systems and difficulties um, uh, getting out of this situation because there's biological reasons. You know, you want to stay involved in this relationship. You want to have access to sex, things like that, that are keeping men from reaching out and getting help in these situations or leaving these situations. So there are some unique uh, challenges and I wanted to share that with you guys. So Without further ado, I'm going to kick out the intro and let's do this thing. Drums, please. Okay, welcome to the show. And uh, today I wanted to talk about emotional abuse because it is a topic that is near and dear to me. It is something that has affected me uh, in my past, something that has been uh, an ongoing issue now because I feel like I'm dealing with a current, uh, a complex PTSD aspect of that. And it's coming into my current life and it's something I need to explore and discuss. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it in my life in a very specific um, sense because I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound like it's it's something where I'm trying to call out someone 
that's not what this is about, but it has helped me learn about it and learn about ways that I can help you if you're someone that's dealing with this to get out of this situation or to properly assess it and seek support. Now, I've, I've had an episode about this in the past. You can look for it in the, in the list of episodes. It's called uh, Emotional Abuse. But this one's specifically about female to male emotional abuse. And the reason for that is, uh, like I said in the intro, there are specific circumstances that make female to male emotional abuse uh, a tricky situation. And not that either one is difficult. We're going to talk about male to female emotional abuse at some point as well. And there is a ton of overlap. Abusive people are abusive um, in a lot of the same ways. Uh, it involves a lot of shouting and name calling and belittling and um, and, and boxing people in and isolating them and keeping them distant from people. And so a lot of the times, unless I'm referring to her or she specifically, you know, these are things that can uh, manifest for, from men to women and uh, at the same way that female to male abuse occurs. So, you know, one of the first things I wanted to talk about is some signs of abuse. And there are some very obvious ones. You know, if you see someone who is out at a coffee shop and, you know, his wife is referring to him as like, you're always so stupid, you're an idiot, and he's just not responding, he's just taking it, and um, he's not necessarily, you know, fighting back in any kind of way. Um, you know, those are obvious signs. You know, he's a guy that's typically probably walking on eggshells. He might be a little bit more um, meek in terms of his behavior. He might just not be a, a testosterone kind of male and, and may not be seeking that kind of um, emotional outlet. But he, he also may be, you know, respectful of women. And sometimes that becomes an easy target for a female abuser. You know, a male that is not as domineering. He's someone that is a little bit more um, emotionally secure. And sometimes someone who is emotionally secure can set someone off. That can be a trigger for someone who is not so emotionally secure. That insecurity is probably one of the main reasons that a, an emotional abusive situation will occur. So if they have an intense uh, insecurity or low self-esteem, they'll try to project that on you and try to keep you within the framework that they're comfortable with. So they'll try to keep you within the relationship. They'll try to keep you within uh, your house and, you know, and, and keep going to them for support. And that's one of the things that becomes difficult for a lot of people is realizing that this is something that occurs in really, really intense, intimate relationships. This occurs with family members. This occurs with, with, um, with spouses and significant others and even parents to children. Uh, that intense emotional uh, controlling behavior. And it is a controlling thing. It's about trying to keep someone in your world because of the fear of the unknown, the fear of the insecure, the fear of them leaving you. And that could be rooted in uh, something that they had dealing, they were dealing with when they were younger or, uh, you know, previous relationships where someone left them and they feel incredibly insecure about it. And, you know, some of the signs of abuse will, will come out in ways that are, you know, she may accuse him of threatening to, um, uh, to report him for assault or falsely accuse him of assault of her or the children, um, threaten to take the children and um, they may threaten to kill themselves or someone else. Um, you know, they'll often make the male in the relationship feel like he's crazy through gaslighting. They'll set up a situation and then they'll say something completely different. They don't typically own up to their responsibilities. They don't own up to the things that they say. And um, 
they'll do what they can to minimize the abuse or at least to minimize the perception of the abuse and they'll often blame the victim of the abuse like you know the reason i say this is because you're like this something like that and it's an unhealthy sign of a relationship in general if there's a lot of blaming and uh not taking any responsibility for what you're going through but if it's consistent and it's going on all the time without any real indication or any real way of 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 you know there is no real blame there other than the other person continuing to berate you it is a very clear sign of someone just trying to control you and keep you within that safety zone that they really want part of satiating that insecurity is keeping someone isolated and locked down so they won't let you talk to your friends they won't let you talk to um, especially friends of the opposite gender sometimes they won't let you connect with family or even your mother or, or leave let you leave the house you have to ask for permission to do things you have to ask for permission to you spend money or you know go anywhere and that was kind of a situation that I had to deal with was um, at some point you know they they wanted to control my money my spending um, where I went and um, they would typically typically someone will try to monitor you when you're out as well so they'll they'll kind of feign security they'll kind of like they'll loosen the leash they won't necessarily let you go they'll say hey go have a good time but within minutes or within an hour they're texting you all the time they're trying to check in on you they're trying to see when you're coming home they'll ask you what you're doing and if you don't respond then it becomes a, a very big thing and and one of the problems that 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 occurs here is that it's almost normalized to expect this kind of behavior um, especially in women in a relationship uh, a lot of men talk about this like they're expecting women to be this way and we forgive this kind of behavior now men are also guilty of this behavior of being insecure and constantly checking in and doing this sort of thing but I think it's also more expected of women to be that way so a lot of men don't see that as a sign of an unhealthy characteristic or an unhealthy person they just see it as ugh, this is just how women are so I guess uh, if I want to keep getting laid I got to deal with it which is an unhealthy perspective for the male to have uh, uh, in terms of that perception of women so that needs to also change um, uh, other signs of abuse that I have written down here are um, playing mind games um, you know being very blatantly confusing and gaslighting and making the man feel guilty for anything that they say or do so and, and especially misconstruing words on purpose uh, essentially if you try to say something um, you know you if you say like that's a that's a silly reaction or that's a silly behavior they'll be like you think I'm stupid and just kind of go into this crazy rant it's probably not the best example but I think you know what I mean there um, they may go to the lengths of falsely obtaining a restraining order or withholding affection or even stalking and like checking your phone and doing all those all that sorts of things especially things like checking your phone uh, those are kind of considered normalized behavior you know and it's difficult again from both sides to look at the reality of what's going on because in society there's a lot of codependent music on the radio there's all sorts of comedy skits and memes and discussions about people or even bad advice from friends who are saying you should check his phone you should check this instead of having a healthy conversation with someone they'll start to kind of stalk your behaviors and check on you instead of directly connecting with you and asking what's going on 
And usually, you know, it's a mix of insecurity. It's a mix of poor, uh, poor communication and, and not having good examples of what a positive relationship is and should be. So, you know, that kind of abusive behavior will manifest that way. And some of the ways that you can start to, um, actually, let me, before I go further, let me say some of the reasons they stay is because, um, because of certain threats, you know, they may feel like if someone says you do this and I'll leave, like it doesn't always work that way. They'll, or they'll emotionally manipulate the situation to try to convince you that you're the problem and therefore guilt you into staying. Um, they'll do it to, you'll stay to protect your children or you're, you'll stay, you'll, ah, you'll stay because maybe you're dependent on the abuser and you feel emotionally dependent on the abuser. Like I'm, I might not exist if I, like, how am I going to live without this person? And, um, that can be a really big problem as well. Um, other reasons that men stay in particular is, you know, point blank, it's about sex. You know, if you're getting regular uh, affection from them because of your compliance to them, then, you know, in your eyes, you may see that as a good situation, but in the long term, it's an abusive thing and it's, it doesn't feel very good. Um, and, and you may not see it in the moment, but over time it's going to add up and it might be a hard thing to leave. You know, biologically we're like, yes, this is great. We're doing the evolution thing. But imagine if you accidentally have a, a baby with that person and you're stuck in a very difficult situation. Um, so male victims of emotional abuse should research ways to leave the relationship if possible, seek outside support, seek, um, ways to get people to, um, to really listen to what you're saying and have them almost listen to your behaviors as opposed to listen to what you say and have them try to um, connect some of the dots between how you are over time. You know, if you go to your friends and you're always complaining about this person or, or, you know, you're, or, or they start to notice that your energy is lower. You're not the same person. You're barely able to come out. And, um, you know, it, it's, it just seems like a case is mounting from the other person that you should leave. Definitely take that advice, um, as, as best as you can, you know, Sometimes it's it's best to leave the relationship, especially if there's physical abuse, to leave the relationship unprompted, um, have a plan, leave the situation, and maybe leave a note or some way to communicate with them indirectly afterwards or have them call them on the phone afterwards. And again, it depends. You have to be kind of, you got to build a resolve over time. And that's some of the hardest part, the hardest parts of this is that it's a slow process to leave sometimes, um, to even realize that you're dealing with abuse, uh, that you need to kind of test iterate some things. Sometimes you need to test behaviors, you need to see how she responds to certain things, you know, try to give in and maybe be the perfect boyfriend or husband for a while, see how that clicks. And if she has a very, very positive reaction to that, um, you know, then test the opposite, you know, be more yourself or be more of an extreme version of who you are in the way that like is purposefully going against some of the ways that she said, I'm not, again, I'm not a trained therapist. I'm just saying this is one way that you could try this out. It's a little manipulative, but again, it's about testing things and it's about seeing what it's, it's about gathering information essentially. 
Um, I know it's a little tricky. It's it's tricky ground to walk on, but it, it's about over time and slowly and carefully just kind of seeing what the differences are in certain behaviors and just keeping a list of things, you know, try to keep evidence of the abuse for possible legal actions. Um, tell out, uh, tell others about the abuse and try not to retaliate. You know, don't try to argue back to them or, you know, try to essentially make it worse because a lot of these abusers are really good at manipulating and you're likely going to lose. That's why it's care. You have to be careful not to you know, tell this person you're planning to leave because they could try to manipulate the situation and convince you to stay, especially after you're positive that you're going to leave. You just need to do it. You need to have the conviction. You have to have um, a friend there to support you and be there for you. Um, there's a whole bunch of other things, but I kind of failed to write some stuff down. So I'll have to revisit this again in the future. But um, particularly for men, it's, it can get really, really tough to to deal with this sort of thing because it's there's not a lot of information out there about it and that's why i wanted to talk about it and i'm going to try to coalesce some information in the future and do a follow-up to this but i basically just wanted to present this idea so that i can get the conversation going so if you have any additional insight into some abusive behaviors that you've seen specifically from women to men and some things that are maybe societally um, uh, provoked as normal uh, and is not helping the conversation I would love to hear that as well so you know if you're dealing with any kind of emotional abuse or domestic abuse of any kind there is the National Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE and um, there's also a child abuse hotline at 1-800-4-A-CHILD and um, those two things are important you know you've, you're listening to this podcast and hopefully it helps you kind of you know assess what's going on but you know, try communication first. And if you're not able to connect with this person and you feel like it's, you're seeing this pattern over time of your behavior degrading and you're not feeling like you're, you're connecting with this person and they're just trying to, 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 there's not a sense of love, but it's a sense of control, then you need to start making those changes. So again, I don't have the like master class on this topic, but I'm gonna do a little bit more time uh, take a little bit more time to do a little bit more research, pull some things together and share some of my story and share some of the situation with you guys um, going forward. But I wanted to present this idea and see how you guys felt about it. So if you've got anything in the questions, comments, um, leave something in the comments, uh, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. And um, please feel free to reach out to me on uh, all the social channels at Rival My Design. And uh, please leave a review. That'd be amazing. And um don't forget to check out the podcast course. If you're someone who wants to start a podcast, go to cnotes.thinkific.com and you can check out that course. And um, that's it. So I appreciate you guys. Um, thanks for joining me today. And we'll follow up on this conversation in the near future. But for now, that's what I got. So see you guys later. Hey, everybody. Thanks for watching and or listening. If you thought this was a dope show, but wait until next week because it's always going to get better. That's kind of the point, isn't it? <laughs> and if you would like, please go to iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts and please leave us a positive review. Or, you know, if you have a problem, let me know and I'll try to fix it too. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube as well, please hit the like button, subscribe, hit all the comments, all that good stuff. We appreciate the love. We appreciate you guys. And um, 
you know, we're going to keep doing it for you and do the best we can. So thanks for listening. Go to howmynameischristian.com or dopamine.life. Check us out or cnote.media to learn how to make your own podcast and videos and go from there. So I'll catch you guys later.